three, two, one, ghost. Hey, everybody. Welcome to three, two, one, ghost. As always, I'm your host with the silent G, Kyle. And also, as always, in addition, joined by my pal, Natalie. Hey, Natalie, how are you? Hi. Hi, y'all. How's it going? It's going okay. I um, am very excited to talk about this movie. And when, when we originally putting our two initial lists of to get together of what movies we wanted to watch. I think this one was a double. I think this one showed up on both. Did it not? Or am I wrong? I'm going to need to, I'm going to need to research that. I think it may have been yours, but I think that uh, it should have been on both lists. Hey everyone. We're talking uh, <laughs> the remake of the remake of the remake um, house of wax 2005. We're not talking about the, uh, the Vincent price one it has nothing to do with what we're talking about right now. So if you watch that no. one, I'm so sorry. I put the date on there. So that's kind of really on you. Yeah. But this movie is, you know, again, came out in 2005 and in a lot of ways feels very, very much like it came out in 2005. This director, let me see his name, Jaime Colette Sarah. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of an interesting story here. I mean, did you know, know any other movies off the top of your head that he's directed? No. So he he did two other horror movies. One was Orphan, the first one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is pretty cool. Also, Dark Castle. And then Fun he one. also did that Blake Lively shark movie, The Shallows. Did you ever watch that? Oh, yeah. I've only seen that once, and it feels like forever ago. Probably when it came out. For a stranded shark movie? Could have been worse. From what I remember, at least. I love a stranded shark movie. <laughs> I do, too. I watch any shark movies. I know you will. Uh, so, and then Eddie. also, this this movie, um, written by Chad Hayes and Carrie Hayes. Do you want to guess their relation? Are they brother and sister? They're fucking twins, Natalie. <laughs> Can you believe that? That's Spoiler stupid. alert, y'all. This movie's about fucking twins. It really leads in hard to the, the twin plot. And like, don't get me wrong, I love this movie, but that is my least favorite least favorite part it is pretty unnecessary i mean i guess mm-hmm. it's not i don't know but i just thought that was wild i i just um you know so if anybody watches that movie and says you know no nope, this is a fucking sham this is not what twins are like there is no good twin and evil twin uh doesn't matter like how the situation pans out or whether or not they grew up in an abusive situation or whatever the fuck's going on with Chad Michael Murray and Alicia Cuthbert, but <laughs> they can be shut the fuck down because I mean, this is coming from the twin experience, right? Like being written by twins. Who would know better than them? So going forward, and and I realized this after it's, it, I'll have to use it with this lens going forward, mm. but uh just being like, huh, well, okay, maybe, maybe this is legitimately what it's like. I wonder which one of them is the evil twin. Oh, between Chad and Carrie, someone's gotta have have to ask them, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. This cast is also very 2005. Um so good. Yeah. How who who are some of your favorites? Who are some of your standouts in this cast? Okay, this is a this is a good one for me. Um Oh, where do I start? Okay, I'm going to start with Jared Padalecki. I think you already know that I have a soft spot for him. Um, Jared Padalecki, of course, I fell in love with through Supernatural. He's amazing 
and very ripped, which believe it or not, contrary to popular belief of all the things that I say on this podcast is not my type, but for on-screen viewing, absolutely. Um, unlike Kyle, unlike Kyle, I do like gratuitous nudity in films. <laughs> I liked the, uh, I liked the He-Man haircut joke. I thought that was mm-hmm. really good. I wrote that down. <laughs> I actually think that is probably like the best diss in this movie. Um, so yeah, Jared P- Padalecki, of course, stands out to me, but God, there's so many good ones. Um, I think we both have like the biggest love for Chad Michael Murray. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll we love to him. I, I mean, okay, so here's the thing. I've never seen, is it One Tree Hill? <laughs> is that what he's on? Yeah, I've never watched One Tree Hill. I think it looks terrible. And I'm so sorry to anyone who loves One Tree Hill. And that might be surprising considering how much we talk about CW shows. I guess we were the right age for those, but I never watched mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, the One Tree Hill uh I think like Gossip Girl. Um, what's the one? With yeah, One Tree Hill Lauren was on. Graham and her daughter. Oh, it was um the Gilmore Girls, which I Gilmore also never Girls. watched. And all that. Well, no, that had Jared Padalecki. Also, right? Yeah, no, no I got oh, them all mixed both? up. Did it have maybe, both maybe. of them? Maybe. Oh, I'm we just, don't know. I'm just talking in general. Those it, oh, types of I shows. See. Got it. That Got were it. on a bunch in the yeah. in the era. I never watched any of those, but it's funny because it's like it's probably what we should have been watching but mm-hmm. we had already watched dawson's creek when we were probably too young for that so we'd seen yeah. that and we're like we're already past this teen drama stuff like we're yeah at that this. age at that age like i think i attempted to watch every single one of those shows but only a few captured my heart like you've got to get me within like three episodes if you can't capture my interest in three episodes one you need to do better because I am an easy target for any type of teen drama, but um, even today, I love watching teen dramas. I love that their problems are so big, yet so small. <laughs> I was watching um, Degrassi, The Next Generation. That was my teen drama that I was watching Fuck a bunch. Yes, it it's was just so good. So, so fucking absurd. And it's so absurd. It's so good. It just got, yeah, just wilder and wilder, like these yeah. storylines and in this like very like looking like very affluent canadian community you know it's like i don't know what the fuck like in like a suburb of toronto maybe i don't know where mm-hmm. where degrassi is i don't think it's a real city or a town or is that just the name of the i don't school? know where it takes but that's the name of the school yeah i don't okay, i actually so. don't remember where it takes place i just know it's canada that's all i know um yeah between there. I think Jared Padalecki's nice in this movie. I, I I like him. And, you know, I haven't seen Supernatural. Um, you're a big fan of it. My wife's a big fan of it. I, um, I would assume some of the people that watch, you know, that listen to us probably enjoy it quite a, mm-hmm. quite a bit too. There's um, 15 seasons of Supernatural. So just to be clear, I think I made it to season nine and then was like, I'm going to have to get to this at another time because... It is long as fuck, but if you don't want to make the journey through 15 seasons, you can watch the first five seasons, and that's actually how it was written to end, was seasons one through five. So that's your proper ending, and then they just find a way to extend the show. So if you're feeling lazy and you want to watch a good show that gives you, like, Buffy, Angel, Charmed kind of vibes, you can watch the first five seasons of Supernatural. You know what I'd like to do, and I know that this at least exists 
somewhere on the internet for people that want to engage Buffy in this way. And same with X-Files. I always lead off things like this, but you they have I, I i just want to watch the monster of the week episodes like i don't need to get bogged down with I all the larger say the opposite <laughs> i was gonna I say why get... would you want to leave out the monster of the week oh no i don't want to get bogged down with all the the drama and the long and you know interconnecting storylines just so give much. me just give me the one and dones and i i'm sure there's a list on a reddit somewhere for that show i hate that um, um i am i'm i'm such a completionist like I feel like there's so much that you get to know about each character in every single episode, whether it be like pivotal to the story or just, you know, a random, random episode that doesn't move anything like you just that's where you get close to them, you know, like a little little bit of both. Mm. See, I don't want the big, I don't care about the big story arcs. Just give me, especially with like, if you finally took the time to watch Buffy maybe i it's just like with x files it's like i don't know it just becomes this alien pregnancy storyline so quickly and i'm like just give me like the once a week spooky shit that's all i want um and that's my least favorite that's my least favorite um like plot of x files i think man i want to love x files i really do i really do but it's i love the idea of it and the vibe of it it, but i don't know so Jared Padalecki, he's also in that remake of uh, Friday the 13th, which is not bad. Yes, he's great. I'm telling you, he's really great. His character in this movie actually kind of pisses me off. I wrote down all the reasons why. But um, yeah, I think he's really great. And I think he loves horror. And I actually kind of wish he was in more. I think once he got married and started started having his kids, he kind of like was just riding that supernatural financial wave and was like, this this is it for now. It's pretty good. He's probably rich as fuck. She probably both him and Jensen Ackles. Hell yeah, right? yeah. And there's always some like third guy, right? That's like he just kind of like made mm, his way plays, into the main he plays, cast. He plays Castiel, and I don't remember his. uh mm. I don't remember the actor's name, but he's great too. He's really great. Right. Well, tune into our you know upcoming supernatural, supernatural. podcast. <laughs> I um, we'll see. So, who did we say so far? So we've got we didn't get both- far. <laughs> no, we didn't get far. So we've got Jared Padalecki. We've got Chad Michael Murray, mm-hmm. um, both uh, mid-aughts stalwarts. And then speaking of which, just, yeah, you got uh, Alicia Cuthbert. Uh, can I just tell you? Yeah. She, I can't really think of that many movies that she's in, but let me see. She was in a movie called The Girl Next Door, which I guess is probably what she's known the most for. I do not remember anything about that movie it's probably super dated but she is so hot in that movie so so hot it's ridiculous um she's she was like the perfect early 2000s hot like honestly she has a beautiful face yeah yeah of course yeah she's beautiful um and she's a fine actress she's 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 good and everything I've seen her in, yeah. Oh no, I think she's got. I I I really like her as a final girl in this one. Um, both she was in that movie, which I didn't see. I haven't seen all of. I just feel like it was always on. There was like a period of time, maybe a few years later, when like it was like the TV version was on Comedy Central or something. It like may have come uh-huh. on if I was at like you know something by my parents' house or something. But she was also in Twenty Four. Yeah, she's in 24 for a long time. I've never watched that show. 
and that was like very much a weird you know post definitely a very post 9-11 cultural situation yeah. right we're just like everybody yeah. was just i don't know um country was in a weird time y'all everyone just and, really loved cops <laughs> yeah so not everyone and then you got paris hilton actually you know hey before paris hilton let's no, let's, let's throw her love. last let's let's throw out some love to uh robert richard um i haven't seen my him cousin in much, skeeter but fuck yeah my cousin skeeter <laughs> fuck yeah i was watching that's um, all i know him from I forget which Saw movie I was watching, but Megan Good is in that too. And I also thought about my cousin Skeeter. So a lot of a lot oh, of my cousin yeah. Skeeter alumni uh, showing up in some some aughts horror movies. So he doesn't get a whole lot to do here, but I mean, no. you know, he's he's His a good character. His character's kind he's, of one note, yeah. And he's doing everything he can. I mean, he's charming. You Very know, handsome. I, I, I like him. Yeah, I, I'd love to see him in more. So, oh yeah, right. Yeah, it's very, yeah. very piercing eyes. Mm-hmm. And then, what's his name? John Abrams. John Abrams. I, is John that? Is it John? John Is it? I thought it was Abrams. Abrams. I think it's Abrams, Abrams too. Even if you have that extra, because it looks like Abraham. There, but I think you're right. Weird. Who was only? He was in Scar- uh, Scary Movie. I love him in Scary Movie as Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. Um, that's, that's the, the one thing that I really remembered him from. I think he's really funny as Bobby, just the, like, they really hype up or like amp up the, the trailer trash, like boyfriend, like angle. Scary movie is, is one of my favorites and it is so, so terrible. It's so great. I feel like it's even more embarrassing to say how much I love the second one. I love I love both. It's so good. <laughs> I love both. We should probably talk about them. That will be fun. <laughs> That'd be a fun one. It's just they get they get they get really bad very quickly. I mean, and you could argue, yeah. you know, again, like they were always. I don't even bad, remember the third one. I know. The third one is I feel like that was on TV the most because that was the one that also was like it had like eight mile references. Um and mm-hmm. it had Charlie Sheen and it yes. also had a lot of um signs uh mm-hmm. spoofing. I think that was the big like overall theme was that. As well as maybe a little bit of ring, a little bit mm-hmm. too. Situation. Yeah, they throw in all they throw in all kinds of stuff in there. But yeah, I, I like I like him. I think he's um he's good at playing the Are we still talking about Robert? Oh sorry, Robert Richard. No, we're talking about John <laughs> no. Yeah he's just good at playing that like goofy best friend that's just kind of along for the ride you know yeah i agree he's pretty funny and he actually has like a a couple of like almost well one almost sweet moment but he's also like an asshole because he just kind of like let chad michael murray just take the heat from him okay so dalton and nick one they're both assholes (laughs) They're both assholes. Um, But they do this whole like asshole with a heart of gold thing with Nick, like, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm just like, no, no, if you're an asshole, you're an asshole. Um, And even like they spend so much of the time just giving Wade shit. And then in the car when they're on their own, they're just like, I like Wade. It's like me too. I'm like, I'm sorry. If you like him, who the fuck would know? No one knew. He died thinking you hated him. Hey, look, going to high school in the early aughts, again, I've brought this up just the way that men 
show any sort of emotion towards one another is very I don't know. It's it's something that, that I felt like also like held a lot of shame. So like I think of that, you know, I think yeah. of a Final Destination where it's like, oh my gosh, yeah, all of your friends are dead, but you can't bring yourself to like with a straight face just say, yeah. hey man, I miss you. You're my best friend, without yeah. saying like, hey bro, no homo, but yeah, and- <laughs> I don't I don't want this to sound gay. <laughs> yeah, you're just like what? Yeah, we're still in that era. Yeah, five years between um, the final destination and this, we are still very much. <laughs> Let's talk about the cast here. So, who who else do we have left? Did you know Brian Van Holt, who plays Bo and Vincent? Wait, what do you mean? Just oh, that he plays both? Yeah, but no, I no, I know, I know you knew that. But ha- did you recognize him from anything else? Not that I really, not really. He's got kind of like a Bill Paxton vibe to him. Yeah, I didn't recognize him from anything. And as I was like looking through his IMDb, like the things he's best known for are like action movies and things like that. So that checks out that I wouldn't really recognize him. He looks but like he could be guy. he looks like he could be like a like a military admiral or something. Like Yeah, that. he I think he does it's a good just job like, in this movie of being like a creep and like being intimidating while still like being soft enough to kind of trick them and make them feel safe. Like I, I like him. How many horror movies are just like, how many horror movies do you remember have someone playing a dual role? Well, there's a lot of like, um, maybe not a lot. That might be a stretch, but a few out there where, you know, you've got like an ancestor or something that's played by the same actor, you know, or a ghost or something that, you know, is played by the same actor Thinking of um, X, you've got yeah. Mia Goth playing two characters. That'd be the most most recent one most I can recent. think of. Um, Eddie Murphy does it all the time. <laughs> Those movies aren't scary, but you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, Us is a good one. But yeah, and then of course I think you know I was looking at like a like a short list. Maybe if you want to, well, we've brought up Mars Attacks as a horror movie, so you got mm. Jack Nicholson, right? Yeah, he plays different roles. That was a fun one. And then, um, you know, fuck, I'm sorry, it's been such a long time since I've seen the original Bride of Frankenstein. I've got a list here, but I know that um, Elsa Lanchester plays both Mary Shelley and the Bride. Um, mm. So I was just thinking, like, is there any sort of like. I mean, I don't know. I just remember like, you know, like uh, like stagings of like Peter Pan. It's like always like kind of tradition that Captain Hook and Mr. Darling are played by the same person, you know? And I wonder I like what that. was, I mean, outside of like them being twins, even though between, you know, Chad Michael Murray and Alicia Cuthbert, it proves you do not have to look the same to be twins. Mm-hmm. Even though I know, you know, of course, like, you know, different sexes and all, but why did he have to play both roles, especially when, vincent the other one wears a mask the whole time and is doing a lot of like stunt work so i'd assume it's probably not him it's probably a a stunt guy most of the time so you're kind of like yeah and it's not i don't know yeah i guess i just don't understand really the point of it but you know what good on him they probably saved the money on um imdb they only have him listed as Bo. Maybe that's just because that's when his face is the most shown. So they show his face at the end as Vincent with that terrible fucking CGI 
like deformity that they they do on his face and i'm like we couldn't have gone practical for that especially when so much of the movie is practical you know yeah. and, I, and i kind of enjoyed that yeah um, that's what i love about this so brian van holt yeah he's fine yeah and then we've got um well the dude that plays the other brother right who's fine oh yeah 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 he's he's in other things too and other horror things and i can't think of what else just playing that same kind of kind of situation yeah yeah well that'll that'll be something for the research team right good for him um yeah he's he does he does a good job of being creepy i don't think they even say his character's name in the movie no he's his name listed is roadkill driver oh there you go so. <laughs> so well i mean that is that is i guess his job but i mean you know it's kind of like i don't you shouldn't be defined by your labor right they couldn't just give him a fucking name right could have been Come anything on. so and then of course um it's around dr cast you have paris hilton which again very peak 2005 um yeah. including her in this movie um what are your thoughts i thought she did okay I have a love-hate relationship with Paris Hilton because she was like, y'all, we went to high school from, what, 2000, 2001 to 2005. Mm -hmm. And so Paris Hilton was having the time of her fucking life. Like she was everywhere at that time. So then I wasn't a fan of her. Now I actually really enjoy her and I really enjoyed her in this movie, even when I wasn't a fan of her. I think I was just being a hater. She was rich. Just, you know, getting richer, which good for her. Like now as an adult, I'm like, good for you. Um, as a teenager, I was like, you didn't earn this. Um, but what is interesting about this movie, and I'm sure you have this in your notes, is this um, See Paris Die campaign that they did to advertise this movie. like. One, in 2023, never could you get away with that. Um, But I think it's such an interesting, such an interesting marketing campaign. And she was like a really good sport. Like there are pictures of her like next to the posters. And I think that's her on the cover that like melting wax woman is supposed to be her, which I only found out maybe like a year ago. And um yeah, she was a really good sport about it. She says now that she was like that. Maybe it was a little bit mean spirited, but um, interesting that you could make a whole marketing campaign on people seeing someone die, like not even her character. Like they were like, see Paris die. That to me is wild and very mean, but because she was a good spirit about and like good spirits about it, fine. She was casted first also for this film and everyone else was chosen around her. So I think that's really interesting as well. So you you get your core piece in place, which is Paris Hilton here, and then yeah. you just got you just got to get the right supporting cast. You got some old favorites. You've got some current you know current folk. I love it. And I don't know. Uh, so my wife was talking to me before we started recording, and we were talking about that you know see Paris die situation, and she was telling me that. Um, a lot of this, not only was she a good sport, but a lot of that was like her idea and like really wanting to like amp this up, you know, as she is just like making money off this now. And I, I struggle with, with, with that. And I think 
some of the real big winks and nods in this movie because it's i don't know it's just like just getting off on hating somebody so much and mm-hmm. then especially because it often came looking back now from a very sexist misogynist place but then also yes and it still felt like punching up because she was so rich and so wealthy mm-hmm. and powerful and it it's just just kind of interesting where it's like you know i don't think she deserved any of the hate that she got i mean no. but also if my understanding is that if she was like really you know kind of being like all right fuck y'all i'll just bank on this a little more yeah you know and really make it part of the the identity then i guess it kind of worked i don't know if this was before or after that show with nicole ritchie this um, is after and possibly okay. during because i know that it like it aired and then stopped and then came back but like from the perspective of a young girl like at that time watching Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie on TV knowing that they were both like born into money both like beautiful blonde white girls and me not being a blonde white girl and not having money seeing these two girls on television making complete asses of themselves on a farm doing things that I did as a kid like when you're in that position, you might hate them. Like I, I had no real, like I had like no animosity towards them at all, but I was just like, fuck these girls. Like they're, they're making money off of doing things that people just do to survive. And they're making tons of money, just making fun of how hard it is for them because they've been, you know, born into wealth. So I understand why people had animosity towards her, but at the same time, I have super duper respect for Paris Hilton because I think she's actually, she seems like she's actually a really cool person, especially now. Like she still does her whole, her whole shtick, you know, like she kind of reminds me of like, I would bet she is nothing like she is on screen or on camera when she's interviewing, you know, the like, that's hot. Like, I feel like that is like an exaggeration of a personality that she's created and she's made money off of it. So I'm like, good for you. So she leaned into it and was into it. Fantastic for her. And I think when you look at, especially like the chase scene in this movie with her in it, she's in her brawn panties and like all of those things, like she's in a position where she is so rich and famous and they've built this film around her knowing she read the script in advance, accepted the role and knew like that she was leaning into this marketing campaign. I'm like more power to her misogyny or not. Like she made money off of it. She had fun doing it. She still speaks highly of it. So good for her. Yeah. I think it was like a combination of the see Paris die stuff. And then also her death scene specifically how she dies yeah um she thinks she has the best death in this movie they have a quote of her saying that and i'm like girl no 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 i don't (laughs) think so poor wade not at all Um, poor wade (laughs) poor wade that's real bad (laughs) we'll get Um, to wade (laughs) you know because the other thing she was you know unfortunately very known for was that was that that sex tape and you know Mm -hmm. and that was something that like even if you know i think you know, I mean, clearly uh, she 
did not want that out you know and i just imagine Mm -hmm. how regardless of you know your your wealth or stature or whatever whatever you know who cares it's it seems just probably just really awful feeling right so it just feels weird that like sure okay i can i can I can bank on people and I'm not going to question her because I don't know, I'm not there, but I just thought it was just kind of interesting where she was like, okay, you know, I'll bank on people hating me and wanting to just watch me die. But then also, you know, it, it, I don't, you know, I didn't do a whole lot of research into this to see if this was all completely intentional, but it's a pretty huge wink that not only does she die with a pole through the head but then also using a video camera on the side to see her head going down on this pole is very phallic very you know it it, it, it's so it's interesting that i don't know it just feels so it also feels so icky and weird to me this is also really interesting too because i i was reading into this because i knew you were going to bring this up she also claims that that was that was all written in the script, including the video camera piece when she read the script. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, obviously they wrote this role with her in mind with how specific of a wink it is to her. What I, what I also appreciate about Paris Hilton. Also, she wrote a memoir recently. That's apparently digs into a lot of this. Um, And I'm honestly more interested in it than I am about the Britney Spears one personally, but that's just me. Um, She claims that that was already written into the script. But again, like knowing that you're in a situation where you are a young woman born into wealth, trying to do the best that you can, like in the public eye, she's like choosing to put herself out there. Then you have a sex tape that is released with or without your permission, she chose to fucking reclaim that shit and say, you know what? Fine. Like, I'm going to laugh with you and like be, I mean, honestly, be a trooper about it. Like what, what the fuck else can you do? Everybody's already like, everybody's seen it. Like she can, she can go many different ways, but at that time, like the, the footage was out there. So I think her, leaning into it and like doing things like this like she didn't have to be in the movie so I think that she did the right thing because now it's like a laugh with me instead of laugh at me situation so again I give Paris mad props yeah me too yeah Yeah. so um great and you know pretty small cast right everyone Mm -hmm. else is made made out of wax yeah they're all fucking dead how do you feel about uh, wax museums in general? I love them in pictures, but I honestly have never had interest in going to one in person. Have you ever been to one in person? Nope. Well, okay. I've been to have a couple. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so there's the, them? so I, I mean, they might both be done through Madame Tussauds, but um, there's the one in Los Angeles in Hollywood. That's right next to the yeah. Ripley's Believe It or Not museum yeah, yeah. which is also really fun but i remember that yeah that's one. fun i have been there but you know again just kind of like you know wade says when they're walking through the house it's like you know it's like usually it's all it's all celebrities you know it's all yeah people that you know it's not you know creepy weird just random ass people making up a scene it's it's always like especially the one in hollywood right and you know is scenes from movies you know like maybe you'll have some uh 
recreation of like historical stuff like presidents you know things like that mm-hmm. like maybe you know like uh not you know first steps on the moon or something like that maybe has shown up mm-hmm. in, in wax form at some point i remember um who knows if they still have them but the ninja turtles are at the hollywood one that's super dope and it's the oh, that's uh, fun it's the version based off the second movie secret of the use mm. which is pretty fun so I remember checking that out. I think Hellboy was there for a minute too, but yeah, I don't know. And they so, make them—they make them like to scale. Yeah, yeah, they'll make them to scale, like life size. So Hellboy would have been like ginormous, pretty big, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. So they're, you know, they're inherently creepy. So mm-hmm. I get it. It's just like I mean, you know, certainly, I'm surprised there aren't more like wax museum set movies you know gosh you have so many fucking movies about mannequins right and i certainly love myself a good roadside attraction movie yeah too you know that's always fun whether it is you know again usually you know puppets or mannequins of some sort or some Mm -hmm. sort of weird uh creatures with two heads or what have you um or just a big ass gator, you know, just a big old gator farm. You never know. Yeah. So I definitely love myself a good roadside attraction movie. How about you? Yeah, I do too. I, I really like anything that has to do with a group of teens or youths just driving in places they don't belong and making really bad decisions. This is such a perfect example of that. Every decision they make is so bad, yet I love this movie so much. Um, did you know that our boy uh, Robert Zemeckis is one of the producers on this? God, that's awesome! I'm sure he has his hands on, on everything. I, I love I it. I know. I was like, how many things has he produced? I don't know how I found that information, but like, it I saw like a blurb about him that included this movie in an article that I was reading when I was reading about Paris Hilton, and I was like, what? How fun! There he is again. Is he connected to those? To Dark Castle, like in those ways, he might maybe. be like, maybe part of that group. Maybe. Uh, we'll run out to the research team. Uh, you know, the the first, just kind of hopping into the movie, and um, we'll 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 first that weird scene. A long them is, fucking movie. Yeah, it's way. a long movie. Oh my gosh, it's um, really long. Starting with that weird scene with them, um, you know, as like toddlers, I guess maybe like four or five years old, maybe tops. They're still in those little high chairs. They're like three tops. Yeah, it was a little weird. Um, a messy ass kitchen. A messy ass kitchen. Clean That's up why that I, wax. It's just like all over the place. Like it's fucking I don't know. everywhere. And dangerous, you would think. So, Ugh. and then just that weird cut with like the slap across what we learn is Bo's face, right? Um, yeah, I I have no interest in anything that has to do with the twin plot and like them trying to like be like, guess what? Bo's the bad one, not Vincent. And you're like, come on. Like, I've seen that episode of I've seen that Treehouse of Horror episode of The Simpsons where it's like <laughs> it turns out Bart is the evil twin, you know. That's always that's a good one. Um, yeah, I don't really yeah, just all this like twin shit. But I, you know, hey, I'm sure Chad and Carrie were like, hey, we we need to make the twindom like very central to the plot here mm-hmm. when they were writing it. It can't just be a House of Wax movie. No. Um, the first bad decision is when they're at the beginning right they're like on their mm, way to like burger Actually, hut or whatever they're on, yeah on a burger at the burger hut um on their way to this football game now 
they're going from Gainesville, Florida, um, which is I believe University of Florida, Florida Gators are from, mm-hmm. and who I assume they're going to see in Baton Rouge, and which is about like eight hour drive. Yeah. I looked it up, and you're mostly still in Florida that most of the time. You're on that that mm-hmm. top, going to the left part of Florida, so they never had tickets to this football game. That's one of the most ridiculous things about this. You are driving all this way for a game that you don't have tickets to. And Paris Hilton's like saying how, you know, Blake was like, he's been looking forward to this game for months. You know, I don't want to tell him I might be (laughs) pregnant. And like, dude, if you've been looking forward to this game for months, like, buy tickets and you didn't think to get tickets even when you're like two hours before kickoff like in traffic and you still yeah. i'm like first of just all they're like, oh, they're like oh there's gonna be scalpers everywhere and i'm just like scalpers they're are a fucking... group of what there's five of them yeah yeah like that's a lot of tickets that you need to buy on the spot so not only are they fucking dumb because of all of that but mm-hmm. He's got his fucking GPS. I just thought it was really funny. He was like, oh, yeah, hey, I found a shortcut on the GPS. It's going to save us, like, X amount of time. Um, I have never, like, tricked Google Maps into getting somewhere faster than Google Maps tells me I'm going to get there. If anything, no, I'm going to be It's efficient later. as fuck. <laughs> I'll see that it's, like, all red going down, like, the freeway or whatever. But I'm like, oh, but I'm with somebody, so I'm carpooling. So it also gonna... says it will tell you this is the fastest route, even with traffic. Like it'll say that on the navigation. But if it says I'm supposed to get, here's my thing though, is that if it says I'm supposed to say get somewhere at 305 and I get on the freeway and it's like fucking just, you know, act traffic freeway. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But I have someone with me. Google Maps doesn't know that, or at least uh-huh, maybe they do. Their satellites are watching us, right? <laughs> and but I get on the carpool lane, which is absolutely empty, and I'm just barreling through all of this red. Yeah. And it's like mm, maybe you save twenty seconds, maybe whatever, whatever. And it doesn't shave off like any time whatsoever. I still end up somehow getting there three or five because I'll get off on this exit and I'll be sitting at a red light, and then I'll see the ETA just keep popping up, being like, "What are you yeah. doing? Just what are you doing? Just sitting there." And I'm like, well, I'm in a red light. Did you not factor in that there's traffic lights? But you somehow factored in the fact that I had someone else with me and we're going through this carpool lane. It's a conspiracy. I know it. Um, I think it's just really efficient. I use navigation anytime I go someplace new. It can literally be 15 minutes away. I use navigation all the time. It is so fucking accurate. It's unbelievable. It will tell me you're gonna be there at 305. I could be sitting at 10 red lights. I will still get there at 305. It knows what's up. I trust my navigation. I I'm let's right yeah, let's not go out and say we trust. <laughs> oh, I trust our fucking it. yeah, our fucking uh Jesus, our Google overlords. I love it. I yeah. love it. I think I use Apple Maps though. Oh well, yeah, that probably makes Google. sense. Yeah, I use I use Apple. I'm that one person in the friend group that has an Android phone. Ugh, Sorry. It's so annoying, everyone. It's so annoying. I know. So of all these bad decisions, I mean, we'll just kind of kind of barrel through this. Um, and this weird pregnancy thing with Paris Hilton. Is it's that such a necessary? Dumb, there's so many unnecessary things that it, you're like, could we have made this movie an hour and a half long? Yes. It it goes nowhere. And I like that she, when she wants to bring it up again, it's like when they're about to have sex in the tent 
She and does a full strip tease. She's, she's I know. doing a full strip tease, and then she's like, "That." By the way, there's something. It's really important. I got to talk to you right now about this. And he's like, "Hold on." Like I don't know. Who knows? Maybe maybe that would turn him on. Be like, "Let's put let's put another one in there." Yeah, let's, he's let's like, make "Oh, it. okay." Yeah, I guess. So. <laughs> no, but, it's, um, it makes no sense. Like no one who needs to talk about something serious is going to start stripping off their clothes and then be like, "Hey, I need you to focus now." So, this is serious so they leave this burger place and this is where you're introduced to everybody you know you see that you know fucking the whole group's there chad michael murray and alicia cuthbert her brother and sister it's uh-huh. you know everyone's like what the fuck is chad michael murray doing here he gets invited by blake because apparently blake makes uh-huh. him or sorry chad michael murray makes blake look tough i guess and that's according <laughs> to alicia cuthbert um and it's established that chad michael murray is just like the most unrelenting piece of shit oh my god when he kicks that man's cup and says what does he say get a fucking job like you get a fucking job you fucking loser what the fuck are you doing who does that and then i think i think um dalton ends up giving that man change afterwards like right behind him well you know okay dalton I mean, he he owes he owes a couple good favors or good deeds. I suppose so. And then just Dalton, I just we just live in a post-Trump world. I can't see a red ball cap with white writing on it without <laughs> like immediately being like, oh no. Especially if this person's like hanging out in like fucking like Florida. <laughs> yeah, this is way, way before that. Um another interesting thing that they bring up here that doesn't matter at all is what is what is uh Elisha Cuthbert's name? Car- Carly. Carly. They bring up that Carly is going to move to New York and that she has an internship at InStyle magazine. A very which, romantic comedy situation. Yeah, like it. type of job. Um and that Wade and her haven't really talked about it, like him staying and her going to New York. And I'm like, why? Why did we need all of that? Like we didn't need any like they don't address it to each other at any point in the film. So like, what is the point of that? Is it just so that we're like, oh, Carly and Paige like know each other's secrets. They're such good friends. Like that's the only reason why I could think that they would have the pregnancy storyline and the internship story because it all feels like you're spending so much time to get to know these characters, yet you really learn nothing about them except for those things just it feels like a lot feels like a lot yeah you're supposed to really i guess invest in these characters i suppose and it's supposed to i don't know just make it harder when they when they die i guess but i'm like i don't know if i it doesn't i'm just like waiting for them to get hunted down i think this does a good balance i like these characters enough and i'm happy to see them die as well so it's all because they're kind of works out like they're dumb but they are very fun. So I, and I think with what they're given, like the dumb lines that they have to say, like they're all giving it their all. Like it feels, it feels very, it feels very like WBCW to me, honestly. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Um, next stupid choice they make. Again, this is an eight hour drive. When did they leave? 
how much were they really shaving off by going this other way around and yeah. really it's an eight hour drive you all need to fucking pull over in this random ass fucking place that drive is not far like i mean no. i used to there's a period when i was living in san francisco and um my family you know and they still do my family lives in san diego most of them and and that's you know like a 10 hour drive or so but mm-hmm. i remember doing that pretty regularly and that is i'm like what the fuck are y'all doing like in like and then, eight hours then, nine hours if i was in this situation i'd be like if y'all are tired sorry you can just sorry fucking put your seat down i'll, I'll yeah. keep driving i'm just yeah, gonna just keep barreling trade through. whoever's whoever's the most awake one of you is going to be awake you drive yeah, yeah. They didn't even need to drive two cars. All five of them could have fit in that giant Escalade. I know. And they're complaining about how small Wade's car is. I'm like, oh, oh wait, shit. Just... There's six of them. There are, there is six people, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's four guys and two girls. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's cool. Um, We've seen this movie a lot. Another, we have, we have another interesting thing that I feel like needs to be pointed out because this is 2005 and there's not cell phones aplenty. So that's that's one really important thing. Like cell phone technology was pretty shitty. But also the fact that Dalton is walking around with a camera, just like taping everything. Um, it's important for any of you listening that are not of our generation that people didn't just walk around with cameras and tape everything. Like that's a very horror movie type thing to do. Like that... And like, a, you know, once YouTube and social media started to become a thing, then yes, everyone took videos of everything. But like, it is a little unusual that he would be just carrying around a video camera, um, just taking, you know, documentation of fucking nothing, really. That's always the hardest part. And I think with a lot of people with watching found footage horror movies is that it's always like it gets to the point where like, why are you still carrying this fucking thing around? And at least they kind of ditch this pretty quick or at least you know yeah how the it's camera used. gets stolen and watching this i was like uh eh, you know they're probably just trying to shoehorn found footage however they can into this yeah. you know but i was like gosh even you know i feel like it gotten kind of stale by this point because blair witch came out in 99 mm-hmm. um paranormal activity doesn't come out until two years later or two years sorry after house of wax i mean and that's so and that kind of re-jump started a lot of it. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But and then of course, you know, how you know, just still again, which is the casual homophobia with like the Elton John joke, you know. Oh, I forgot about that. And I don't know why they just have those clothes just with them anyway. Sure. Yeah. That like 70, yeah, yellow 70s. Yeah. You know, because those are not university of florida colors i was trying to be like hey maybe (laughs) maybe that's why they're blue and orange um but gosh i just i don't know just pulling over some random place and camping i'm sorry we you know you and us we brought this up i think we are not happy campers in the slightest and this shit would just be so frustrating to me as soon as we started smelling a bunch of fucking dead carcasses exactly number one no one's pulling over no one's pulling out a fucking tent why did you even bring those tents for an eight-hour drive why do you have multiple tents and camping gear you should not have been planning on camping at all so if nothing else you're sleeping in the car secondly you smelled that smell when you smell the smell of death i don't care if it's animal i don't care if it's human i don't care if it's if it's 
you know, bio waste, whatever it is, you're not camping there. You're just absolutely not camping there. That is, you go and you get yourself a Red Bull and you just make it the way, make it the rest of the way through. Especially because they wake up at 2.30 in the fucking afternoon the next day. Impossible. And they're like, oh my God, we got to go. The game's in a few hours. I'm like, you literally could have, I mean, I guess they're teenagers, I suppose, or college kids. I'm like, you could have left it like eight that morning. Yeah. I don't know. They're fools, absolute fools. And then you have that situation with the, the truck. Geez, that just reminds me. I just remember a friend telling me once that there was this time when they were out, um, like just car camping at one of the national parks, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't think you're in California. I can't remember. But that that happened, that they were out and just like hanging out. And then this car pulls over and just like parks and just stays no. there. And like, no. I think turns its headlights on at them. And then I just would leave. Stay. I'd be fucking gone. I would leave my tent. I would leave all my shit and leave. Oh, but like they were, they're parked in like the way out, you know, no. like from the one... And then I think the person, and again, this is, you know, here's a story from a friend, from a friend, from a friend, but like, no, it's not really that kind of situation. Not really. Yeah. (laughs) Not exactly like that. Cause I heard it from the source, but I just don't remember the story exactly. But yeah, that just, that happened and that it it took like a while. And then all of a sudden they just turned their car back on and just left. And then they were Mm -hmm. just like, okay, this is fucking terrifying. Let's get the fuck out of here now. And they did, but yeah, it's. Yeah, yeah, Jesus, fuck that. And then you just, oh, especially when you have this aggro asshole with Chad Michael Murray, you know, all just trying to fucking just outbro each other with and his pals and throwing shit at the car. You're like, I give me the keys. I'm getting in the truck. I'm leaving. I'll drive all night because I'm not sleeping yeah. now. Now that you all no, fucking done this. No. Oh, also, Jesus. if someone if someone is doing that to you, what would make you think? that the most logical thing to do would be to try to fight or throw something at their vehicle. Like they're not communicating with you. So obviously something's wrong. They're pissed. They're weird. Who knows? It's, it's just not going to work. But um, I have, I have a quick, a quick story for you since um, we talked about not going camping. So we've discussed this, we've discussed this before of we, we don't like to camp. And so um, my husband decided that we would compromise. And he said, you know what? Why don't we, why don't we get a cabin? So this was, yes, we, we booked this cabin a um, couple weeks ago. And this was yesterday that we went to the cabin. You're going to love this. Kyle's not heard this story before either. Oh, Jesus. But you know my husband well. He is not a man of fancy things. So he books us like a tiny little cabin and it was cute, but it was very much in the middle of nowhere. Like we had to get onto like a dirt road to get to the cabin. And then I said, okay, well, at least there's other little cabins around us. He's like, oh no, it's totally private. They own the whole plot of land. So these are all their cabins and they're not in the other cabins. I was like, oh, okay. So we're like in the middle of like just a bunch of empty cabins is what you're saying. And he's like, yeah, it's great. And I'm like, is it? So we're in this cabin. We have um, Walter, our dog, who is turning 16 next year. Walter cannot control his his bowels. He pees every hour on the hour, maybe more. So if there are any rugs on the floor, he will pee on them. So I said, there's like a cowhide rug in the bedroom. We need to lift up this rug. 
we lift up the rug. Guess what's underneath the rug, Kyle? Guess. Uh, you take a fucking guess. Oh, uh, it's going to be a fucking door to the fucking basement or some shit. It's a huh? door. It's a door. It's a trap a door. Yeah. So I said, Joel, come here. And Phil, in excitement, yells out, my son, a trap door. He's like, let's open it. And I was like, you better stop it. I need That's to take awful. a video of this to document so that Kyle knows that I am not making shit up. So I did take a video of this and I did not post it because I wanted to share it here. And then I will share with all of you. So we open this trap door and there's a ladder that goes down into like this creepiest looking basement. And of course, my husband immediately is like, well, better latch up the door so I can go down in there. And I was like, why? Why? Why do you need to go in there? <laughs> like, What? So he goes in there. And then of course my son is like, can I go? And he's like, yeah, of course. And I'm like, okay, well I'm staying right here with the flashlight shined on the both of you. They didn't, they didn't find anything. They just said there were paint cans in there, but boy, I did not sleep well because every time I had to go to the bathroom, you had to walk over that trap door to get out of the bedroom into the bathroom. And, um, yeah, it was, it was very creepy. I did not, did not enjoy a trap door. God damn, I didn't realize that. they were so common in cabins. But now I can't I ca camp or stay in a cabin. Yeah, I don't. There's they they try to call it glamping, you know. Mm-hmm. No. No. I know what it is. Yeah. No, <laughs> thank you. So yeah, yeah, that's there's another reason, yet another reason to not put yourself in the middle of nowhere. Um, and then, of course, when I heard a truck start, when we were like sitting around the fire, I was like, you said that there's no one over here. <laughs> what? Who is that? And he's like, oh, it's probably just one of the people that lives nearby. You said there was no one over here. What the fuck? That's fucking so, yeah. terrifying. It's fun. Fun stuff. Yeah, it's awful. Um, well, at least there weren't any, you know, pits filled with animal parts roadkill parts. none of that no none of that and no wax museums nearby that's good yeah i yeah jesus if i walked into a town like that like i i'd love it because it's awesome and it's you know it's if i if i'm guaranteed safety i love it but oh. uh jesus um I don't know any I don't I don't have anything outside of the uh, anything to say in, as far as the falling in the pit situation other than that's gross oh. that smells bad. I don't know how they're Couldn't all the fall of the smell. How are they yeah, I know. Like Paris Hilton's just like why, why are we following this? Why are we doing this? <laughs> and then they're all able to like have this conversation so easily like right next to it with the guy. I'd be like fucking throwing up. I'd be like, gagging. Absolutely like yeah, like vomiting. Like that is disgusting. Yeah, that's awful. So, <laughs> yeah. So they have this dumb idea that like they're still going to make it to this football game with no tickets and no tickets, cares? no time. And then a fan belt is broken on Jared Padalecki's car. Mm -hmm. So they're going to go with that dude um, who's not the guy with the broken headlight because his headlights were good. You know, mm -hmm. turns out there's multiple trucks, right? You know, that, yep. that, that can happen. Um, and then they go into this fucking town. I just, I don't know. When, when would you first be like, oh no, everything's fucking wrong. We need to get the fuck out of here. Um, That's such a good question. I had, I had a similar question for you. Would you not notice that there's no one in the town during the day? 
there's no people walking around anywhere. Right. I mean, because you're supposed to believe that, you know, there's people in that church and then the one lady that does the motion that can do the one thing. Still, no one is is outside. I don't care if it's a small town. If it is a small Southern town, I guarantee you if it's that fucking small, there are going to be motherfuckers sitting on their porch. They love to sit on a porch. There would be people sitting on a porch. Like there's no way that there would just be no one. That would be very unsettling to me. And why do we not have AAA? Like what? We're we're gonna walk to this little town, and then after I interrupted that funeral, I'd be like, "Oh no, we are not having this guy help us. He's gonna murder us." We interrupted his fucking funeral. Like I wouldn't think it had anything to do with wax. I like how they were like, "Hey, let's well check on the church. Sure, might be nice people over there." I do like the funeral trick, though. Yeah, I thought that was really fun. fun. Yeah. Um. I mean, all the buildings in this town, I think, are super cool. Um, oh, they're so good. The whole town is so great. Took them 10 mm. days to build it. That's pretty impressive. Dang, that's really cool. I like that. I thought you were talking about it took those brothers 10 no, days No, no, no. That took them Damn. years. That's impressive. <laughs> I mean, yeah. only t- only 10, though, because they said that, you know, the sugar mill closed down like 10 years ago. So it's been off the map ever since. I was like, this is that's a pretty like quick turnaround to yeah. get everybody out of that town to kill everybody who comes and then yeah put and put up that many bodies because i mean like she was saying and it was like just at least... vincent doing the the wax work so how long is he how long does he take to make these uh these sculptures maybe it takes him less time because he has a human body to start with instead and Bo's of from just, scratch and Bo's just all business you know yeah yeah so because not they weren't all people first like there was like a like a maid that they knock over when they're in the house and her head cracks open and it's just like a hollow situation oh, i didn't even notice that i've never yeah, noticed it's that. Not like there's a that it was hollow. It's like a skull inside but hmm. i like how they're like let's let's interrupt this funeral and then get fucking yelled at by this dude for interrupting the funeral and then take it upon ourselves to go walk through this wax museum that says it was closed and just unannounced yeah. and walk through this fucking place and then go into the gas station and try to get this fan belt and then try to feel bad about that. I don't know. I thought it was pretty funny. Well, like another, another thing here too is like, we're actively breaking and entering into the wax museum. Like we, right. we both said that we like a, a roadside attraction situation or like, you know, a, a Ripley's believe it or not museum, but like if it's closed, it's fucking closed. You stay out of there. You don't go in strange places and just break in. And this is also like a Mary Shaw situation where you have like one woman that has a weird hobby and the whole town just is built around that. Yeah. <laughs> like not a ventriloquist, but a, a fucking wax sculptor is what is making the economy just bustle in this Man. town of Ambrose. I love it. <laughs> okay, a fun fact about this sure. that I um that I also learned. I watched a lot of like YouTube videos of like interviews and behind the scenes stuff, which was really fun. Um, they zoom in on one of the the wax people, which is uh Miss Ambrose. Like she's wearing like the the beauty queen like shawl and crown thing. I guess at the beginning, at the beginning of the movie, there was a scene that was cut or deleted or whatever it may be, where there was a girl 
that is her beheaded like out of her car or something like that like she's murdered on the side of the road and that's her so you're supposed to like see her at the beginning of the film and then see her as miss ambrose like when when they get to the house so like they like zoom in on her for a really long time um but they decided to take that out and i thought that would have been a fun i would have preferred that to the twins in the kitchen i agree i actually that's what i was gonna say is i think i would have preferred that um just more you're kind of you know, like any slasher movie, just set up your kind of before credits kill, you know? Yeah. And then again, it would make, and then it would hammer home the fact that like, oh no, they are taking people off the side of the road, yes. you know, and turning them into this, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever. Um, and you wouldn't have to wait so long. I think your first kill isn't for a fucking long time that Wade uh, gets it. Dang. Do you want to hop into that kill? It's a pretty rough one. It's, actually one of my favorite kills like in horror um because every time I watch it every time I am so uncomfortable but before we talk about Wade's hardships here and all the shit that he goes through because he definitely has the worst death let's talk about the fact that he broke into the wax museum is chipping wax off of the building with his key is Mm -hmm. burning wax figurines with a lighter what Very disrespectful. He he's like, he's just touching everything. He plays the piano. Shouldn't have done that, bro. Shouldn't have done that. Cause that's where you're gonna be sitting for the rest of your short life. Like what a dumbass. Why touch the piano? Then, okay. You know, what is fun though. The jump scare with the dog. I like that a lot. What a, what a cute, well-trained dog. And, uh, and I and love I- it. Cause he's so frozen. Like, you know, that's probably, that is their dog. And they like taught him to stay still. <laughs> It's so fun. Did they, and then are we supposed to, I'm so sorry. Are we supposed to, those puppies that were in the window, those are fake puppies, right? They're fake. They show, they reveal that later. Okay. Wait, oh, when she's turning on all the switches. Yeah. Yeah. They were, they reveal it later. I thought that was like, it's just a lot of really good, like fun things there. But they're not dead puppies that are turned into wax puppies, right? Um, I would probably say no. They look like, have you ever seen those kids toys that look like a sleeping puppy and it just kind of breathes like, and like moves its head a little bit. Have you seen those before? I think so. I don't remember. It's the dumbest shit ever. Yeah. They look like they're breathing. It's the dumbest shit ever. Like they don't do anything but that. That's what I imagined them as not, um, dead puppies. I'm assuming if that dog is alive, that they, they're not going around killing pets. They're pro dog. Okay, that's yeah, good. They're pro dog, not pro human. But you've got all that for Wade first. So he starts off seeming like this really respectful, great guy. Then they get to the town, and all of a sudden he's like loosey goosey, fucking fucking up the wax museum. Like you were so intrigued by it. You mentioned the sign on the way there, yet you have no respect for this woman's art, this dead woman's art. That being said, seeing them. He cuts what what do you call that? His um the tendon, Achilles tendon. Uh, Achilles tendon, yeah. Oh, that's the worst. And then he's in the dark. When he's in the dark and you can see him, but you know he's in the pitch black and he's just swinging like rapidly. Like that is very effectively scary for me. Um I I absolutely love that. And just seeing the process of how Vincent creates these wax people. It is so terrifying and so fun when he, have you ever had anything waxed, Kyle? 
Um, I haven't, and I assume it's that's what it's like, right? Um, okay. Obviously, I don't have a full beard. So for those of you listening, I do not have a full beard. Um, so I don't have a full beard, but that is thick hair. Now, I have had a Brazilian wax. That is not as thick as men's facial hair. And that hurts like hell. Now, he does his fucking eyebrows, his like, his short haired beard. Oh, oh, it's so hard to watch. Oh, and he's paralyzed, but can still feel like he can still feel pain. You can tell because he's like partially paralyzed. He moves his arm at one point. It's awful. 2005 was uh, certainly a banner year for grossing people out mm-hmm. by ripping out dudes' body hair. Um, between this and 40-year-old virgin, uh, mm-hmm. both 2005. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Funny. One That was real, though. Steve Carell actually did that. Did you know that? I did, yeah. That That's blood on his chest is real. So you're just cool. one... You're just one utterance of Kelly Clarkson out loud, you know, difference between, you know, a comedy and something very, very horrifying, but both uh, very uncomfortable to watch. I just thought it was funny. They were in the same, same year. They're just like, oh you know what? Gosh. To, I think that didn't we have some like, yeah, when we were talking about idle hands, we were talking about like gross out moment of, yeah, or, yeah there was some gross out moment award or whatever, yeah. or didn't, but I'm like, Man, both of those just oh geez. Maybe hey, you never know. Maybe Jared Padalecki was like, no, I wanna, I wanna top Steve Carell. We're doing this in real life. We're doing this. Doing this. <laughs> rip out, rip out that hair. Oh, Pour that. Hot and he has on such me. bushy eyebrows too. He has really bushy eyebrows. Um, and then he props him in the position that he'd be like sitting at the piano. So he's got his like little hands, his little hands up, like he's playing piano, and he's real cute. Like his legs are you know bent, and you can see the little whatever those fucking posts are that are like holding him in it's like metal like posts or something holding his joints into place looks extremely yeah. painful um also we need to send this to the research team because this is the second time that this has come up where we're like if you're paralyzed is there a way that you can still feel pain and it feels very clear to me that jared padalecki slash wade can feel pain oh yeah when fucking dalton is like just oh, continuing to peel off his fucking skin and the wax oh, and it comes off together and you see the teardrops coming from Padalecki's oh, so fucking good. eyes. It's, it's so good and it's so terrible. Oh, oh and then my like, gosh. Just the wax, that hot wax spraying all over his body. Presumably, like the first thing, of course, that goes into my mind and I'm hoping because you have a dick, like you'd be thinking the same thing. The hot wax on the dick is immediately what I think of because I'm like that would actually like burn like sizzle burn that thing right off that's delicate skin right definitely well I mean don't isn't there some uh S&M that gets really into like pouring hot hot wax on each other okay well that's different that is like that's a drop of wax from a candle versus aggressive fucking like it looks like a fucking (laughs) water gun like or the car wash just fucking blasting wax at him like he has to put so much layers of wax to not have the blood and skin just fused with it oh it's brutal it's brutal y'all it's brutal so i have been 
uh, you know, with mixed results. I've been watching the Saw movies and we, because we like Oh, how far are one. you in? I'm five in plus Saw X. And Damn, I'm going to have to watch them. And there's some rough shit in those movies, but uh, I don't know. I there aren't. I don't think I could count a whole lot of better set pieces or more just awful torture set pieces rather than that in fucking House of Wax because that's rough. Even Jigsaw's yeah. just like, whoa, fuck, bro. I, He's I like, that's sick. No one deserves <laughs> that, dude. That that's fucked I, up. I don't like that at all. The reason why I had to like talk my way through it is because I just there are very few things that beat that scene for me. And I saw this in the theater. And when I saw that scene, I was like, I don't care what else happens in this movie. I fucking love this. I love this. It made me so uncomfortable. It made me like squeamish. And to, for it to happen to someone who I love so much, <laughs> my Jared Padalecki. Oh, yeah. So much worse. I don't know. Sorry. Sorry, Paris. I He's got the worst death. Sorry. He has the worst death. I I can't even imagine anyone having it worse. Really, the only one that successfully turned into a wax person out mm-hmm. of the group. And he was doing that alive. It's not even like fucking Dalton. Like, I mean, he was- Yeah, Dalton had his head cut off right away. So that was easy peasy, lemon squeezy, honestly. Um, yeah. What, and like, he lived through it. So we're presuming that he's going to just die of what? Starving? at that point at that piano if dalton didn't fucking get his face sliced off as he was being chased by vincent yeah would he just he would just starve yeah you would think that that would kill him like i maybe he's just too young to have a heart attack yeah maybe i don't know jeez um oh just like with and brutal this movie does some really good um kind of just uh just kind of gross out moments for me it's like obviously everything getting waxed um the achilles tendons oh boys that's hard with me um and then oh geez the finger the finger oh every okay everything that happens at the gas station is really good too that is a suspenseful scene and when he yep. cuts that little tip of her finger off and her reaction is so good, it feels so real. So if he's like, oh. though, if he's like trying to like get her to like not make sound, I'm like, that's not a way to do it. It's yeah. just a fucking cut. Oh, and just, oh, oh. it's, it's so bad. Um, but I love like, okay. Chad Michael Murray's suspicious, like. I'm a cool guy, not really interrogating you, but I've got questions situation that he's doing with Bo is so yeah. good. It's their back and forth is so fun. I I really love everything at the gas station. I don't, I forgive everything Chad Michael Murray said up until that point, because yes. from that point, I'm like, he oh, kicks no, ass. He's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's so good. And he fights the shit out of this situation. I'm like, damn, he is a bad boy. Like he knows how to throw a punch. He and he's like the way he like runs in and locks doors. I'm like, I could never be that swift and smooth in a situation of stress like that. No way. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, geez. I mean, oh, and then all the other other thing too. Um, when they're down in that fucking, you know, this like wax dungeon, you know, with all the giant cauldrons, you know, fucking yeah, hot yeah. wax and stuff. It's like even the fucking um 
you know, even the dogs like sitting there, like whimpering and crying, being like, man, this is fucked up, dude. What are we doing? Yeah. He's like, why? Why can't we just, can we just go play fetch? Do something right? normal? Jesus Christ. So, um, why does Dalton, I, this is what I always forget. And I literally just watched this like two hours ago. Why does Dalton leave the gas station when Chad Michael Murray is, is waiting well, for the guy? Well, it was kind of Chad Michael Murray still being kind of a dick because they show up, they walk into the town, go to the mm-hmm. gas station. And then, you know, of course, that fucking Marilyn Manson's blaring, you know, <laughs> from the, I got the, the soundtrack Manson, is God really damn. metal. <laughs> uh, it's so bad, except for yeah. a, a couple. Well, there's an Interpol song, which is good. And then one fucking bright spot that I'll bring up at the end. But okay. um, it's he you know he's just like hey you know i don't hear anything in here except for all this music i don't know um we should go look for them and chad michael murray's like well i'm gonna go to the grocery store and go get myself a drink because i'm thirsty maybe they went there but more of a thing like i don't really give a fuck i'm just gonna look over there so he's still being kind of a dick and then he was like let's split up you check around up here and i'll go over here and then that's when dalton's like "Ah, okay even though gosh ever split up I mean, it's it's hard to tell who has a cell phone and who doesn't sometimes um, because I'm like, fuck, there was a lot of time between Chad Michael Murray realizing what's going on and then saving um, Carly. And then mm-hmm. when Dalton finally dies, there's a big gap between there where I'm like, wouldn't the first thing to be like, hey, uh, call Dalton because <laughs> um, yeah. he's walking around this fucking town because they yeah. never see Dalton again until he's already dead and downstairs yeah. in the basement and then he tries to fucking he's like oh i'll oh help God. you buddy and then it's so bad so good um i know the other it's thing so too sad. with that dalton death is those fucking shears that vincent's using did you notice that with like the ivory like fucking like dragon yeah on it's them? like a dragon I'm... and like one side is the head and the other side is the tail so when they're like crisscrossed it like looks like the dragon like swooping <laughs> i'm sorry i'm not a gardener but like what is the crossover of people that really like to garden and then just also like have those sorts of gardening shears like do you those aren't gardening shears they're he's holding two knives oh and he goes like in an x motion Mm, right over i know i know a bunch of nerds that have those sorts of little swords and machetes and shit yes yeah so that, that checks out I love um, the the blinking eyes after the head is chopped off. I love a body like twitching or moving after like something has been severed or just, you know, the full murder like that the body like reacts. I love the little eye blink. That's great. Yeah, me too. That's really good. Yeah, But he gets it easy with the beheading, honestly. Like he he's going to be a wax figure or he would have if Chad Michael Murray hadn't pulled his fucking head off. But um yeah, he he's already dead. So good for him. I think we can agree, hopping back to the campsite, that the worst death, and by worst death, I don't mean hardest to watch. I mean, just like, what the fuck is this? Is uh, yeah. Robert oh, Richard's. Yeah, yeah like, it's off screen, which feels right. really off brand for this movie because everybody who dies gets a brutal on screen death. And all he gets is like a like a you know like a big knife through the neck. So it's like it's not even like it's super yeah. inventive compared to everybody else's. I do like that Vincent kicks it in further though when he sees that he's still alive. He's like, let me just 
finish that off and then uh move on to this this like a nice a, a decent chase scene yeah that's good it, it's short it's always shorter than i remember it um she makes her way yeah. to this there's also this this factory right or is that mm-hmm. the sugar mill um, it's the sugar mill right and she goes there and then you know she very quickly realizes well of course she realizes someone's trying to kill her but then also seeing like oh fuck there's a lot of people um you just see that crate of like cell phones you know and that yeah. was just, it just reminded me of um you know i worked at a movie theater and in the, during this during when this movie came out actually yeah um it just reminded me of like oh yeah that's what our lost and found looked like it was just a fucking it's like a bunch of lost phones a, tu- a tub of nokia phones because just again for context for the youths listening um those cell phones didn't cost as much as cell phones do now so like if you lost your phone somewhere it's like meh i guess i'll go buy another one for what like a hundred bucks i think my first phone was like sixty dollars i remember i had one of those those nokia phones where you could um create your own ringtone if you knew like music notes and you had like different octaves you could work with so (laughs) it was a very early aughts of me to you know i think i had um the whole world by outcast because i was able to figure out how to play that on my phone see i didn't start changing my ringtones until they had the clips of songs and then you could just you know get that little audio clip and play that as your ringtone which was very cool everyone so just soak that in (laughs) yeah and she even like for a minute like starts trying to see if the cell phones are working and I thought to myself I was like okay if you did find one that was working and you managed to call 911 where are you going to tell them to go like you don't you don't even have time for that like you've got to keep running you know, and, and we, we already talked about Paris Hilton's death a little bit mm-hmm. earlier, right? So, um, they save it yeah. for really late in the movie. They and do. She's the, la- she's the last one, right? Yeah, she's the last one outside of Bo and Vincent. Yeah. yeah. So, um, it was a good death, even though just the, the physics of that, I feel like they could have figured out a better way for it to logistically have a pole go through her head like that instead of this weird spear throwing situation i thought that was a bad a bad shot it feels like it would be quite the i don't know what what am i looking for quite the skill to throw that pole through her head like the aim the force the you know the sharpness of that pole going through a human skull like there's there's a lot of factors uh going on there yeah and then using the the camera to film it that's pretty fucked up and then just kind of kind of presumably he's been doing that the whole time (laughs) like i guess right a lot of fun memories on that camera Okay, another thing that we that we kind of breezed by going back a little bit which i think mm-hmm. is is great at um you know when they go into the house before they nick and carly before they discover dalton they're like we're going to be in and out real quick the two of them going through drawers reading newspaper clippings picking up jars investigating things i'm like i'm sorry you're not playing a survival horror video game right now. We don't need to look for clues. We don't need to know the plot or the reasons why. You just need to get in and out. Like you said, you're looking for Wade and then you're fucking leaving. And they're yeah, so I, nosy. 
Oh, gosh. I mean, I guess good on them if they wanted to learn a little bit more that Bo and Vincent just could keep newspaper clippings it about themselves nothing. like that. I know. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Like, yeah, like, it. you know, in the end, she's like pleading with Vincent trying to say like, you're the good one, you know, da 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 da. Like, she's trying to use that knowledge. It does nothing. So, you know, it feels very... um it feels very silly, but it's the same thing that Wade was doing. It's like, fuck around and find out. Like, he's in that room. He could have gone straight to the bathroom and back, but no, he's going in off to the side looking at things too. I like, are there cursed objects? Are they, is it like drawing them in? That's the only reason that would be valid. I know. Yeah, that shit's dumb. And that was after, like, well, at this point, they were, they did the, the movie theater scene, which I thought was pretty good. Oh, I love the movie theater scene too. Anything that has to do with them, like in the wax figures is so fun. And they're playing whatever happened to baby Jane. Right. Which I don't know that movie. Well, do you? I've seen it a couple of times. I need to watch it more recently. It's fun. It's a couple of times. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I like when, you know, so they're getting out of the movie theater and Bo's got the shotgun and he's like blowing off heads. And then you see like when a one woman's head gets blown off and then you see that it's like all like rotted in the inside. Yes, I love it. It's like kind of like uh, like getting a, a tree's age by like counting like the rings in its tree trunk. <laughs> if you just like blow out the back of its skull, you can get an idea of like how rotted. And so you yeah. can tell like when, because some, when they were like, got like arms severed off or heads broken off you you can see like pretty fresh reddish yeah like it was more flesh red. in there yeah. yeah so i thought that was kind of neat i really like that and then also just you know fuck you know y'all just you know carly you know recalibrates the second time around with Bo, but fuck after they get you know a couple of those arrows through them and they just leave him there and they leave the gun Kill there him. too you're yeah. just like fuck y'all like she she course corrects shoot earlier in the later, head I mean. yeah like shoot him in the head and also they have a second opportunity in that house too they're both hiding and he's like pulling arrows out of himself that's your perfect opportunity to like sneak up behind him stab him with something like just so so silly oh also when yeah. they're at the gas station um nick he grabs a box cutter to cut open the duct tape for Carly to get her out of the chair. Why didn't no. we keep that? Why didn't we close the box cutter and stick it in our pockets for later? Instead, Safety. he grabs of course. a wrench. Grab something that you can stab with. Like, grab to stab. That's going to be the new motto because, like, a wrench. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could you could do some head trauma, but I'm going to need you to be able to, like, stab out an eye. Have you... Have you not seen Clue? Yeah, Wrench allegedly can get the the job done. It can get the job done. Yeah. Maybe he was like, I've I've seen this somewhere before. I've seen Clue. I've seen this work somewhere. I know what to do. Yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah, no, and you had plenty of time. You're like, why are you all hiding in the house? Especially when you realize that you know Vincent's not there. He's driving off to go kill the other two, and it's mm-hmm. like, man, when he's like in so much pain pulling those arrows out that's when you come up and just start beating him yes. with a fucking baseball bat stabbing him up and just you know you have y'all to are just giving him something. all this time yeah like they're like oh let's let him just patch up you know refresh let him regroup a little self-care before we uh we circle back to this then they go down to the basement they're flickering the lights 
of the whole fucking town idiots like they just make so many bad decisions the fact that they survive is unbelievable <laughs> it's pretty good and i mean like even just like how they survive is all pretty dumb anyway just like crawl you know now that I do end think it's funny. scene is is the slowest definitely when they're oh yeah crawling you know, out of that and you're like just, all, and- all anything like thank goodness for the melting people otherwise like that end scene would just be like a lot yeah just too yeah when they finally make their way out and then it like gosh it feels like it doesn't even matter because they're just being like just slowly just brought down to the (laughs) ground and they just like oh i guess i guess we're just gonna slide on out of here guess we're here huh you know whatever (laughs) um (laughs) and then you know i did laugh out loud you brought it up earlier that was another not an intentional laugh out loud moment but when um carly's running from vincent you know and they're kind of running around the bed and she's like you know Bo, you know you know you're the you're the artist you're the sensitive one you know you know your mother would you're vincent yeah you're you're, sorry vincent your mother would never want you to do this please don't kill me Like the way I she says that. it, like she's like her she's tone trying changes this out really well. Her tone changes, and she's like, "Okay, like let's just get to the bottom of this. Please don't fucking yeah. kill me." Um, I I thought that was really great <laughs> um, really line deliver- delivery from her. Um, but yeah, geez, <laughs> just again, Carly does course correct, and then just will not stop beating him, you know, across yeah. the fucking skull with the baseball bat. Talk about Bo, not Vincent. Yeah, but always looks great. Yeah. Love a love a good head bashing. Yeah. Um yeah. Gosh. And then yeah, it's I think all pretty all the effects. All the effects in this movie are really great. I I think visually it's really great. The only thing that looks rough is I think the house melting at the end is a little bit of rough like computer graphics, but um it looks really I'll, I'll forgive it. Yeah, I think just uh and I think I made a note in there just yeah, just like the the melting house is really fucking dumb. I did like that they yeah, just like all the shots of the people melting, you know, I think it's cool. Mm. It reminds me of a, you know, like, like um, the eyeballs melting too. Yeah, a little bit like Raiders of the Lost Ark a little bit. And yeah. then also, um, and then just like the long shot of like the cleavage melting. And I wasn't yeah. sure if that was the same cleavage as like before when they were like first showing um, Vincent like do his wax thing. And he is like just yeah. going to town making those breasts in the beginning. Yeah, he was like, these and- are going to be good ones. <laughs> these are going to be good ones <laughs> they, i mean they did look pretty good i mean yeah you know. no he did great i i mean he's very talented like yeah you know that that's definitely true okay here's something like obviously this movie is absolutely bonkers and ridiculous so we don't mm-hmm. need to get too much into the science of things but here's something that bothered me this time around that i had never thought about before and just for context everyone I have seen this movie a lot since 2005. I I watch it quite often. Um, going back to Wade, we're seeing his eyes. You know, he sheds those tears. It's heartbreaking. Poor Wade. But, but what would have happened after he died? Your eyes are going to dry out. Like, he's not going to look all beautiful. You're not going to see those beautiful green eyes anymore. Like, they're going to they're gonna dry out. So, like, does Vincent go back? after they're dead and then fix the eyes like right seems like it i think he goes back and sticks a couple fake fake ones in there yeah yeah because like all of them have fake eyes but he didn't obviously for dramatic effect but um just something that that 
I noticed this time around that I had never fucking thought about. Yeah, just take the eyes out then when you're putting them together. Yeah, put a little plastic, little false eyes in there. And if you really still want to leave them alive like a fucking weirdo, like, I mean, you, you can still take Obviously the eyes did. out and do that. Obviously yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah, he could have done it. He could have done it. He's not a surgeon. He's an artist. Which, you know, different. So different I wouldn't even say this movie lands with a thud. It just lands with this wax soft <laughs> kind of a soft melt mm. <laughs> so they're the able to get out of this wild yeah the ending is pretty wild when you know the police show up and they're just like oh fuck yeah wow you know here? this is here and it's like <laughs> this has been off the grid for 10 years and i'm like it's only been 10 years like that's, that's not, not that, that long <laughs> like that's pretty know wild if there's people living there oh my god and then <laughs> and he says they wouldn't have even known about it had they not seen the smoke from the wax like museum melting the cop says that so that's even more hilarious that like that place melting is what ended up bringing them there how do you get your like ghost town like decommissioned off google maps do you like when you're do you, do you have like a lease that like you just let run out like I don't know how that works. No, but... Google Maps is on everything. We just were just talking about that. Man, one part I thought was real funny when they're sitting in the back of the ambulance and they're just like, oh yeah, that's my friend's camera. I need that. And they're like, no, first of all, bro, this is evidence this is in evidence. like a, a multi-murder, large homicide situation yeah. too. And then somehow Chad Michael Murray is able to pickpocket that off him. I guess that was part of his... I think you he know, went back later. They, all like, of our twist criminal days. But then, <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe. He's the evil <laughs> but, twin, Kyle. He's good at crime. I know. I just Come thought on. it was really funny how, you know, he gets it back and she's like, oh, you know, you, know, you, you were able to get it back. And he's like, there's a lot of good memories on here. And I'm like, whoa, there is. You were about there... to see some shit. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you're good. That's... You thought you were traumatized now. Yeah, you're going to see fucking your pal get fucking just her head just, I don't know, with the fucking I, spear. I, I, I hope he videotaped all of it. I hope he like did a whole video of like, like almost like, um, like a, a, been get a... Ready, a get ready with me video, but like him making Jared Padalecki a wax figure. They should have That'd done that great. like in a like a blooper reel over the credits. It's like all the stuff he yeah. was filming, like ever since he took the camera. I think that'd be really funny. <laughs> but and then, you know, of course, to no one's surprise, like, you know, when they're driving out, they're like, huh, there was a third brother. And it was like the roadkill yeah. guy. And I'm like, did you all not bring up that there was this other guy here that knew yeah. them? And like, what? I don't know what the yeah. fuck's going on. He just Who gets knows? off scot-free. I don't think so. I would have been and like, the dog there is a guy. Someone's got to take care of that dog. Well, I mean, I would have hoped that they would arrest that guy, and then the dog would get adopted by a nice, normal family. He's gonna be like, "It's already six p.m. We haven't we haven't murdered anybody yet." Yeah, you know. So, but I mean, like again, I don't think the dog was very approving of the waxing of people's bodies. Kind of judging from its its body language during that one scene with Wade. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So again, you know, with an unresounding kind of womb, here we are at the end of this movie. Um, anything else to talk about before we move on plot wise? No, no, 
nothing else plot wise. I think I, I checked off. I had three pages of notes for this one. So we, we went through it all. Yeah, we can roll through it. Um, are there, are there any taglines for this movie outside of watch Paris die? Of course there are. They do have taglines. It only has four taglines and one of them is see Paris die. So we already know that one. Um, the other, the other ones are, are pretty good. Um, this one is probably the one that we saw the most on movie posters. And I think on the DVD cover, it says pray, slay, display. I've never seen or heard that before ever. Really? I've seen this movie a million times. Okay. I've seen it before. Uh, And worked at a movie theater when like it was there, like in the posters were up and stuff. Yeah. I I just remember the the Most of the movie posters, I think had just just said house of wax and it had that that photo like that that same image that we all know and have seen a million times probably um the next one is the flesh is weak wax is forever the my favorite one is there's a reason they look so real i like that one it's pretty yeah 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 okay yeah Mm, that was my favorite. Um, so real quick before we hop into boo scores, you know, you got the 2005 Teen Choice Awards. There we um, go. Your choice it girl is Alexis Bledel beating out, you know, again, Amber Tamblin, Ashanti, Sophia Bush, just to get you an idea of who your your heavy hitters were at the time. Yeah. Um, the House of Wax ones. Now, they did win Choice Movie Actor for Action, Adventure, and Thriller, Chad Michael Murray. Oh, huh. Okay. For and it was a there's a lot of people, you know. Action got adventure this. thriller. Yeah, they just threw it around. They would change the they would change the um the categories every year. Yeah, that's a little that's a little chaotic. Yeah. Now Paris Hilton and Alicia Cuthbert were both nominated for uh the breakout female performance and for actress, but both lost. Um and also, well, two, one, two, Jesus, it was wild. Where like both Paris Hilton and the entire cast of Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants were nominated for female breakout performance, but they lost to somebody, and also Ashanti for Coach Carter. Um, but yeah, so, someone I don't, I don't barely remember Napoleon Dynamite, but that won a yeah. bunch of them that year. That it was a big, oh, big deal sense. for that year. Yeah, and uh, I've Jared Paddle- never seen that movie. I barely remember it. It's fine. Um, and then choice movie breakout performance by a male. Jared Padalecki was nominated, uh, but he lost to Ryan Gosling. So for the notebook. Oh, so that that's makes sense. that's hard. You know, yeah, what can you do? Yeah, that's hard to compete with. Um, I did think it was funny that there was a category for best lip lock. And by that, they meant kissing. But okay. I thought Alicia Cuthbert still should have been nominated uh, for getting her <laughs> mouth sewn shut. That's um, the lip lock. Because literally lip locked. And then two, that's hard. I, I waited to bring that one up until the end so I can make that dumb joke. Oh, I forgot. Because, yeah, her because they super uh, he super glues her mouth and then she and pulls has, it open. That's a really good effect. That one, yeah. that's that's pretty fucking good. I like that's it. a really good one. So yeah. Those are my Teen Choice Awards. Um, if anything, okay. I'm forgetting. I'm sorry. But uh, let's hop into some booze. Uh, 
I think uh, I can go first. Okay. Okay, I think this is a perfectly fun movie. I'll watch it a million times. I think it, you know, again, it's like, okay, like I, I like wax museums. I like kind of roadside attraction kind of horror movies. Um, I think just that scene with Jared Padalecki enough. Like that's, that's a pretty, pretty gnarly, horrifying situation. Um, But this might be pretty low, but I'm going to throw a three booze. Okay. I think some people really have, well, a lot of people shit on this movie when it came out. Shit on this movie all the time. Still. And I was going to say, I mean, I've been, I've read that it has more of like a cult following following. I was going to say also, by the way, um, wonderful needle drop, very 2005 needle drop in those credits. Um, Helena by My Chemical Romance. That song is probably. Yes, I always forget that every time I watch it. It's such a treat. I would say if there was like a, if there was a tie between like the, I don't know, best songs of the aughts, I would say Helena and I feel like I have to give it to Hey Ya just because of just the cultural impact that song it had. Have a bit. Yeah, it did. So I'd, I'd throw out those two are like very much in that. I think, I think Hey Ya was yeah. actually a couple of years before, but fuck yeah. So um, yeah, I'll, give it, too. I'll give it Cheers three booze. Yeah. Um, yeah. A three booze. Sometimes, sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll veer between three and three and a half, but what do you got? Mm-hmm. Um, this is something I forgot to bring up earlier. Yeah, this this movie um, has a Rotten Tomato score of twenty eight percent. That's fucking harsh. That is harsh. I do not agree with Rotten Tomatoes like ninety percent of the time. You know what? Rotten Tomatoes has a fifteen percent on my scale. How's that? How do you like that? Okay, uh, I like it. Fuck them. Um, it has a forty three percent audience score, which still feels fucking low. Please. Give this movie another chance if you haven't seen it in a while. Hopefully you watched it before listening to this. But um, it also had a $40 million budget, which you can tell. Um, that's a high budget. Um, and it made $70 million worldwide, which is not, not as great as it could have done. Um, I love this movie. So like I said, I've seen it a lot since 2005. And I'm I'm gonna go hard with this one. I'm gonna give it four booze. I love oh, it. Oh yeah. I watch it That's all great. the time. I love the cast. I I think there are things that are really silly about it, but for it being as long as it is and knowing that I've rewatched it so many times, again, rewatchability is really big for me. Still to this day, a lot of the scenes in the movie make me like very like feel like, oh, like my skin just crawls. Ugh. Um yeah, I think it's really great. So I'm gonna give it four booze. Going, I'm, I, it's it's on my list. I have a little, you know, I love a notes app list. Um, I have a little notes app list that's like my actual favorite movies that I will defend. This is on that list. Um, I I will defend it no matter how dumb people think it is. So, yeah, four booze for me. This is my, yeah. my equivalent to your urban legend. I love it. See, and how I, again, I'm feeling kind of guilty with the three booze, even though I'm just like, this movie is really silly and really dumb, but it, it yeah. is, uh, it's I still I thought really you were going to go 3.5. That was, that was my guess. I was veering back and forth with it. Um, see, it's weird because I was looking through some of the IMDb trivia on this, who knows how much of that ever is like real. Um, but 
when you were telling me that this was kind of written for Paris Hilton, there was somewhere in the in the trivia that was saying that there were two other actresses that they were considering for this role, um, both Jennifer Connelly and Kate Winslet. Now, do you think either of them would be like, fuck yeah, let's do this movie? Do you think like Kate Winslet, 2005? I feel like their names have come up for other horror movies, or at least Kate Winslet has, and I don't remember which one it was, but she her name has come up before. Like maybe when they were younger. They're just now like, like, I mean, that's when they were purely just both of them were in there. Like, we're just getting nominated for Oscars left and right doing that yeah. sort of that sort of Oscar imagine. bait kind of shit. Yeah, I can't imagine either of them uh, being in this. Just imagine this movie and just like replace Paris Hilton with Kate Winslet and what kind of movie it would be. That is, that's pretty hilarious. But hey, you know, maybe they do have that same kind of energy. I'd like to see a movie with all three of them. Connolly, Winslet, and Hilton. Yeah. I think I can't even imagine Kate Winslet or Jennifer Connolly like playing that type of character, like doing the striptease from, yeah. like, you know, like in the tent. I love it. <laughs> Hell <laughs> like, yeah. No, absolutely not. That sounds so, wild. I don't believe that one. I know me neither. I just thought it was funny. I had to bring it up. Um, Cheese. <laughs> All right. Hell yeah. I understand. I, I respect I respect the hell out of that four boost score. Um maybe mine'll pop up. Maybe, you know, we'll have to, you know, we talked about this before. We'll have to do some sort of uh maybe at the end of this year, now that we'll have like a full year under our belt at the end of this mm-hmm. one, we'll talk about like, are there any boost scores we want to revisit? Maybe we'll see where I'm feeling about mm-hmm. House of Wax then. So hmm. anything else you got? No. That's it. We we covered all of it. I think we were really thorough with this one. Very thorough. Hell yeah. Thanks, everybody. Three, two, one, ghost. Thanks for listening to our episode on House of Wax. If this episode melted your heart and you'd like to know what we have coming up on the schedule, you can give us a follow at 321GhostPod on Instagram. We actively respond to both direct messages and comments, so hit us up. We would greatly appreciate if you left us a killer review and subscribe to our podcast wherever you choose to listen. You can also shoot us an email to 321ghostpod at gmail.com to share any thoughts, comments, or suggest a movie you'd like to hear us chat about. Next week, we'll be talking about Jennifer's body. Thanks again for listening, and remember, in life, there are no shortcuts. So don't fuck with the GPS. Three, two, one, ghost.